Happy Monday. Welcome to the Healing She Got Faith radio talk show. I am your host and founder, Lily. She Got Faith, your self-love advocate, whatever you desire to call me. Happy Monday. I hope today has been productive for you. I hope that you had a wonderful weekend. You know, can y'all believe that June is almost gone? Whew. I can't. So let's just jump right into it today, all right? So I actually have six cards from um, two different decks I use. The Universe Has My Back. If you're on YouTube, you can look at that. Oh, it's it's upside down. This is actually after a book. So um, get the book and get the cards. And then I have the self-love deck of cards that looks like this. I bought both of these off of Amazon. So I picked six cards. If you're new here with me today, I do an icebreaker for every show. Doesn't matter if it's just with me or with a guest. But what I do is I pick a card, I read them out loud, and just discuss if these cards resonate with us. What do they mean? What did we feel when we hear them? So I'm going to start off with the universe has my back. The first card I had was let go of the shadow of the past by seeing someone for the first time with the eyes of love. Mm. The second card, my outer experiences are a reflection of my internal condition. Happiness is my birthright. That's the third card. Mm, Okay. Now I'm going to go to the next set of cards from the self-love. So the first one I have is You should try putting yourself first more often and watch how many things begin to solve themselves. Stillness. Sit silently. Take a moment to witness the thoughts passing before you just as they have come. Witness them with no added interference, not even an ounce of judgment. Because the moment you introduce judgment, you've just interfered with the purity. Avoid such labels as this is good or this is bad. These have come from a place of social conditioning and are not pure in nature. Sit silently as this energy in thought form passes before before you. And the last card, the level up. It's for you, not for them. Replace that low vibrational source of energy with an energy source that radiates high vibrational frequencies. Surrender and allow the universal elements to work magic in your favor. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, um, it has been so interesting, y'all. Some of y'all may know that I have been on this six-month healing journey challenge that I found off of TikTok, and I've been real faithful with it. I started April 1st, and it's going to October 1st. So, as y'all know, we're entering month four. So, today we're actually going to be focusing on what this healing journey has been for me and so for me to pick these six cards from these decks just really speak to the healing process that i have been dealing with i've been dealing with heartbreak i've been dealing with friendship breaks i've been dealing with my career i've been dealing with um getting closer to my family and just different things of that and so a lot of the times I have to take a step back and just reflect on everything that I'm doing and everybody that's in my life and just really 
give myself grace and give myself credit. So like recently in the month of June, I've just heard a lot of people say like, you just don't give yourself enough credit. You don't realize how much you're doing and how you're consistent, regardless if things look the way that you need them to look or if um, things just don't look good at all. You continue to get up every day and just go and do it. And the honest to God truth is they're right. I don't give myself enough credit. I don't give myself that grace that I give everybody else. I don't give myself that love that I give everybody else. Everybody else gets a piece of Lisa, but Lisa. So with this healing journey, that's really what I've been focusing on. I've really been being intentional. And so month three was all about being intentional with Lisa, doing stuff for Lisa, actually enjoying life for Lisa. So let's hop into the cards. So the first card I got is I let go of the shadow of the past by seeing someone for the first time with the eyes of love. I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. This is how I've always been. Anytime that I've worked with anybody or anytime that I've dated anybody, I really try to come forward with brand new eyes of just love. I understand the past is not defined us. And I understand that the path, the past does not necessarily tell me who you are, but we do have to learn from the past. We do have to take those lessons that the past has given us. I'm not going to hold you over. I'm not going to hold something over your head, especially if I'm forgiving you and um, expect things to change because I'm also holding on to the past. No, I've never been that person. Like if you apologize and I've accepted it and we've had a mutual agreement that we're going to move forward, I'm okay with that. But when you're stuck in the past, like let me tell you, I dated this guy, right? And so in high school, he really thought he was going to be this big, famous basketball player. And as he got older, he kind of was sad. Like, he saw other people going to the NBA. He saw other people being coaches, having these career jobs. And this guy was just stuck in high school. So when me and him finally dated in, like, our late 20s, he was so stuck on he should be in the NBA. He should be doing this. And I was like, you know – I think you can still have a basketball career, but it just may not be the NBA. It may not be that, but you're so stuck in high school. Like, buddy, you're in your 30s. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but that time has passed, but there are other avenues that you can take. He did not like to say that. Like, like he didn't he didn't like that I said that to him. He didn't like to hear that. He was like, no, I'm still making it to the NBA. And I'm like, well, from what I know, don't like most men like retire at like 34, 35 when they're like playing basketball. I could be wrong. I don't know, but I have heard that. So, I mean, if you're 30 just now getting into that, like, sweetheart, your knees ain't going to last that long. Not trying to like be funny or downplay him, but like sometimes you just, you cannot stay in the past. And so like I would tell him like, I see what you're doing. Like, you are really good at your job. He did security for, like, stores and um, just, like, public events. I'm like, you're really good at that. Like, why don't you think about going into that? Like, you know, you can do coaching on the side. You can open up a little league. You can do, like, and especially the city that I'm in in St. Louis. Like, there was a plethora of opportunity. Like, you had opportunity, opportunity. But, like, and he would project onto me. Like, he would be like, Oh, you just like everybody else in my life. Like you just don't believe in me and you don't you don't do this. You you want to hold me to the past. And I'm like, actually, you're holding yourself to the past. I want to see you be great. I can see you be great. Looking at that potential. That's another episode. You know, I can see you be great, but I'm looking at you. 
from a form of love. Like, I see that this hurts you, and I think that's okay that it hurts you, but, like, I want you to know, like, there's other opportunities and there's other ways. Like, there's other things. And you have me. Like, I'm your partner. Like, I, I got y'all back. Whatever you want to do. Hell, hell, if you still want to go try out for the NBA or however that looks like, get drafted, hell, I mean, listen, if you want to scoop ice cream, I'm going to be right at the end of the table asking them, do you want chocolate syrup or sprinkles or both? That's just the type of person I am. So looking at people not from their past but with genuine love, you know, and sometimes people can't see it for themselves, but that's just always how I've been. The second card is my outer experiences are a reflection of my internal condition. I have learned this recently in this healing journey because I have just been really sad and I and I think a lot of my life could just dealing with grief, dealing with situational depression, social anxiety. I think a lot of times I'd, I'd get sad and how I feel on the inside oftentimes projects on the outside. So I remember being in college and I remember being around this person and she was a really good friend of mine in college. And I remember that she was just like, you know, when you're really sad, it shows on the outside, like, and you suck the life out of everything. And I do remember being told that like, by like family members and stuff like anytime something went wrong like I was just so miserable to be around and so as I've gotten older and as I've like taken this healing journey very much serious I've learned that like I do have to check myself like how I feel on the inside because one thing for sure like nobody can control what's on the inside like that's all me like that is my responsibility I have to be the one to make sure I'm happy. I have to be the one to make sure that I am good. I have to be the one to make sure that like um, what's on the inside is being healed. Other people are not in control of that. And so as I've gotten older, I've realized like, yo, like that's a big thing, you know, like that's, that's a big thing. Like I have to check myself when I'm feeling that kind of way. I have to be honest with myself and because when I'm not honest, then I'm not healing. So that's definitely a, a true thing. And the last card from the universe has my back. Happiness is my birthright. You know, in the United States of America, we got the Constitution, the preamble and all that. And, you know, the pursuit of happiness isn't that. And I think that's interesting that they actually put that in such a document like that, especially a document that is that was created in like racism and just generational curses and generational hate and things like that. But I always found that interesting that that is what they included in such a controversial document, right? So I used to didn't really know like what happiness was, like what was that? Cause um, like, especially when you would go to church, like people would be like, oh, happiness is a, um, what's it called? Like a temporary feeling like you should have internal joy and peace and things like that. And as I've gotten into social work, as I've worked with licensed therapists, as I've just gotten into my own type of work, you know, I think I, I need to stop saying, I think I know that as adults, we need to learn how to be one with our emotions. I do believe happiness is our birthright. I do believe that we do not have to be miserable. I do believe that we have to even learn what happiness is. What does that even look like? What is it? We have to be okay with being happy. Some of us have been in so much trauma and survival that it's hard to be happy. We don't believe we deserve it. We don't believe we're worthy enough to have happiness. But at the end of the day, like if it can be in this, in that racist ass document, 
we can have it within ourselves, okay? I don't know if that made sense, but it made sense to me because that's just how I think about things. Let's hit the other three cards. So you should try putting yourself first more often and watch how many things begin to solve themselves. Let me tell y'all. I started cutting people off that I did not feel was filling my cup. I started telling people no, and I started setting boundaries, and a lot of opportunities came into place. And I really feel like God was like, this is what I've been wanting you to do. Like, you have been putting everybody first for all this time. Meanwhile, I got a whole bunch of blessings sitting over here, but you you got to realize what you got. And I think a lot of times, as just adults, I think a lot of times we downplay like what we deserve, what we don't want. We overextend ourselves in people's lives and we overextend just us and we get burnt out real fast. So like I am an adult who is burnt out. Okay. I'm really, really burnt out. And that's just from life, life from grief, from work, from friends, from family, from dating. I am just burnt out. And a lot of that is because I overextended myself. So 2020, you, 20, 22, I declared that this was the year of self because I was just tired. I felt like I was giving my all to everybody else. And when it was time for them to show up for me, like people just would be like, oh, I love you. Oh, like, I think you're a really great person, but mugs would be nowhere to be found. So I was like, well, you know, I'm gonna just have to show up for myself. Like that's just, it is what it is. I'm gonna just have to do that. And honestly, y'all, like I started putting myself first and things started to fall into place stillness i'm not gonna read the whole thing over again i'll add it in the show notes but stillness i think if you read my book everyone has a story there is a chapter in there called traveling hills the soul and it's i talk about i like to travel because that's the only time i'm actually still that's the only time that i have to focus on what is around me i'm not on my phone i'm not on social media i'm not worried about anybody else like i am literally in the moment with my thoughts and whatever is going on in that moment, that's just what's going on. And I, I believe a lot of us have to practice that. A lot of us cannot heal and a lot of us cannot move forward because we have never been still. We're constantly on the move. I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. I do not get along with people who are too busy no more. If you're too busy, more than likely, like, it's going to be extremely hard for me to, like, interact with you. Like, that's not to say I don't like you. That's not to say that I won't work with you. But it will be very, very hard. Like, when you're so busy, you got so much going on. You you got something planned every single day. It's very hard for me to stay in contact. It's very hard. Because at the end of the day, I get worried about you. And I want you to be able to heal. I want you to be able to sit down. I understand, like, it's a hustle. You got to make your money. But nothing is more important than being one within yourself. Stillness allows you to be one within yourself. So if you are that person... I challenge you from now until the next show to um, be still. I challenge you just in the next seven days, find a moment to be still. And last but not least, the level up. The level up is for you and not for them. Replace that low vibrational source of energy with an energy source that radiates high vibrational frequencies. So I'm going to just tell you all right now. A lot of the stuff that we do is for us. I think a lot of times we think it's for other people. But I want to ask you this question. Who are you trying to impress? Who are you trying to impress? Because I guarantee you, you're trying to impress people who don't even pay you no mind. And will never, ever give you the type of energy that you're giving them. Just think about that. That level up is for you, my love, not for them. Okay? So, I just talked y'all ear up. Let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to tell y'all about 
what month three being intentional was like. All right. All right. Come on back. Welcome back to the Healing She Got Faith Show. This is Lily. I hope that you all have been having a great Monday. Yes, it is Monday. Happy Monday. So, before we left, I went through our affirmation cards, which were so beautiful and just right on time. I don't know how that always happens, okay? And I literally, y'all, I just be picking random cards. Like, I literally pick a random deck or two and then i just pick random cards like i don't go through the cards and be like oh this fits me i just shuffle them and boop. but it'd be working out so that's all that matters so let's talk about being intentional okay so as you all know i started this six month um self-love healing journey i actually found it on tiktok from a couple of um creators on there and i took the idea and i used their template and what they posted and i honestly created my own version of this six month challenge so june was month three um so i started in april april was just healing and um it worked out because i traveled a lot in in april which gave me just a lot of perspectives and it gave me a lot of um just ideas and creativity to put me in a place to where i actually took my healing very serious this time okay so i as i traveled i was really serious and i actually was like documenting and recording and posting it on tiktok but that got overwhelming we're gonna talk about that um because i wanted to just document like the change and the shift in my brain process and just things of that nature so april was strictly just healing May was disciplined. May, I was like, I'm going to change my eating habits. I'm going to work out. I'm going to journal. Like, May was like, you know, I do not have discipline. So, we need to work on that. So, I actually started working out. I did start going out to eat. I tried to get my finances under control. Like, everything that I realized I had discipline in. Boundaries, y'all. We're going to talk about that. Everything that I had, I had a lack of discipline in, I focused on that in May. When the end of May came, I was like, I'm still going to focus on discipline, but I want to just be intentional with Lisa because in May, I had let go of one of my favorite people in the world, y'all. Oh, I was so hard. Actually, I'm not going to lie. I'm still heartbroken over letting him go. He was my favorite person. Ugh. And I'm um, just so heartbroken um, over that. And I was like, you know, dealing with a heartbreak at the age of 30 is just so interesting. Um you almost feel 15 again, 15 or 16, breaking up with your first love, your first relationship. And it was just so different. So I was like, you know, I have to, I'm in charge of this. I'm in charge of my happiness. I'm in charge of my healing. So I need to be intentional with myself. I need to do things that make me feel better. I need to do things that make me happy. Happy. Everything that I waited on that man to do for me, I need to do for myself. Okay. So, um, so we're at the end of month three right we're at the end of being intentional which is not the end because we're going to keep practicing with these habits that i'm building right so one of the first things that i really started off with was this the weight loss so i started working out with g suites um about 
two to three times a week. And actually one of my friends joined me. So I challenged myself to work out in the morning. I challenged myself to work out multiple times a week. Then even challenging myself to work out when I was not working out with G Suites. And so one of the things that I love that I did was I told myself we are not going to start off with a lot and we're not going to stress ourselves out. So we're going to do the bare minimum, okay? G Suites, we do virtual training and it's only 30 minutes. Perfect. So I started off doing it three times a week with her. Eventually it went down to two weeks. And so I was like, okay, that's perfectly fine. Um, on the day I don't meet with her, I'm just going to figure out something I can do with myself. But I was so proud of myself because I did not force myself to work out four or five days a week. It was like, no, like we're going to be realistic about it. You hate working out. Okay. So you need to be extremely realistic about what you are and what you are not willing to do. So I even talked to my therapist about it. And so one of the, the since I started the healing journey, one of the investments I've made in myself is being in therapy two to three times a week. Mostly two times, but sometimes I have those weeks where I just need that extra session. And so um, I made the investment of therapy is going to be one of those things that I will not negotiate on. I have to be in therapy multiple times a week in order for me to truly heal heal so when I told her I was like you know I started working out in May and I focused on just working out and just working out for those little bit of time and nothing else and I was like in June I'm gonna challenge myself in different ways and then I'll focus on the food because I need to change my relationship with the food I had became so disciplined in like having to work out and even like just changing my eating habits and even just thinking about like finances when it comes to your weight loss and things of that nature that it started to change how I felt about myself. Like I fell in love with my body again. I fell in love with who I was. My mindset was different because I and then I made the executive decision that I would not work out at home. So home is strictly my sanctuary. So I try not to do any work there. I try not to do anything productive there. Like home is where my plants are. It's where me and my dogs sleep. It's where I cook. It's where I eat. Like home is my sanctuary. So I make the executive decision to come to my office, my building, which is five minutes from my house to work out. So I do have one session that I do at six o'clock in the morning. So I wake up at five, I get dressed, I drink my water, get my coffee, and I come over to the office, you know, in time to set up my computer and set up my time to actually work out being intentional because I don't want to associate any negativity from outside into my sanctuary, okay? My sanctuary is where I heal. My sanctuary is where I let loose. I am my authentic self in my sanctuary. And I want to share a story with you all. So I remember I let somebody stay with me in my house. My house is very, very small. And I let somebody stay there. And I just remember like telling another person, like, I feel like this person just thinks I'm so negative because like, I'm just angry. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm pretty happy. But like when someone's like staying in my house, I'm just angry, you know, and I'll be honest, like a lot of times my nieces and nephews do stay in the house. I mean, a lot of times it's to help me or I'm helping them at some, you know, with something. But my friend put it like this. He said, you know, Lisa, our house is where we are our authentic selves. So when people come into our house that are not necessarily, like for me, my nieces and nephew, they can be there at any time and it just does not bother me. Um, but like when other people come and they stay in our 
place. We do have to put on this facade. We're making sure they're comfortable. We're making sure they got everything they need versus us. Whereas when it's our house and we're the only ones there, we do that for ourselves. So we're taking away from what we would normally do for us and we're doing it for somebody else in our own sanctuary, which is really why a lot of people tend to get upset when someone else is staying in their space. I had never thought about it like that. And so me and that person were still cool, but I did feel bad. Like I was like, she probably thinks I'm the most negative person around because like, I'm just always angry. Like, you know, like I'm just upset. I got this attitude and I really couldn't figure out like what it was. Like I liked, I liked her. Like she was my friend. Like, and she honestly didn't bother me. But again, I think it was, it was a space situation. It was one of them things where I'm like, listen, like this is my space and I'm having to share it and I'm just not in a sharing mood today. So that was definitely one of the realizations. So I'm very intentional about keeping my home a certain way, like, because I want my home to be a space. Like I have candle warmers everywhere. Like I have certain scents for certain moves. I have certain days to do laundry. I have certain days to clean. I have certain days to take baths. Like I shower every day, but like actual baths. Yeah. Like sitting down and enjoying that. So um, being put in that position was something that I was very intentional about. So I have to come over here And I say here because I record in my office and do the workouts because that was part of one discipline and two is part of being intentional. Three, it's helping me heal. It's helping me set boundaries. So that's another thing that I have been working on is boundaries, setting boundaries. My whole life, I have never, ever, ever had boundaries. I have never seen women in my life have boundaries. I have never seen adults in my life have boundaries. So naturally I grew up and had a lack of boundaries. I had a lack of knowing when to say no. I had a lack of knowing when to let people know like what I'm doing, right? So helping me being conscious in that. And my friend, my my friend Crystal, she's always telling me like you are creating routines for yourself. Routines make you feel good. Like we traveled to Detroit together in April on one of those trips. And she saw that I had a morning routine and a night routine that started in my healing journey. And I had always wanted that, but I could never get myself disciplined enough to be able to do that. So like literally my morning routine, brush my teeth, clean my face. I do a little face routine. Um, and then at night it was the same thing, like take a shower, brush my teeth. And then I had a little facial night routine and like in that moment, Crystal was like, seeing you do it makes me feel good. And that felt so much. She was like, it's nice to see somebody who has struggled so much to cater to herself, be able to sit here and actually do it, what she wants to do and needs to do to make herself feel better. So she was like, um, she was like, it made me feel good to see you doing it. She said, it even made me feel like I wanted to do it. So again, having those boundaries with myself, having those routines, like being disciplined enough to allow myself to be able to feel that and to do that, which was a really big thing because yeah, I just was not that person. I was always catering to everybody else and I was always doing for everybody else. I was never doing for Lisa. Okay. So I touched our ear off. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to finish up talking about being intentional. Okay, so make sure you come on back. 
Welcome back. Happy Monday. I hope everybody went and got some water during the break. Okay. So we talked about being intentional. All right, John. That's so important about being intentional. It's so important about loving you the way you love the world. That is what my quote means when I say that you have to love you the way you've been loving everybody else, y'all. You have to. You cannot continue to give and give and give and not receive anything back, y'all. It is not going to work. We are no longer doing that in 2022 and forevermore. We are not, we are no longer doing that. We are investing in ourselves. We are loving ourselves. We are being the best version of ourselves. All right. So, as I told y'all before, I ended up letting go my favorite person, y'all. And when I say I went through the grieving, I'm still going through the grieving process. I'm not even going to sit up here and say that I'm over it because I'm not. I'm not going to sit up here and lie to y'all. But I, I've been going through the grieving process. And I've been extremely grieving, not just my relationship with him, but relationships with other people as well. Because there are some people that just had to go, y'all. Like, they just couldn't stay here. I couldn't stay there. I'm not saying that they're bad people. As I've healed, I've also realized this about myself. I don't. I no longer see villains. I no longer see people as good or bad, but I see people as, hey, our time together has just expired. And I think that's the beauty of this world, right? We should be able to let go of people without it being something negative. There are some people that we just outgrow, and there's nothing wrong with that. We just take different steps in life right so i no longer see people as a villain the guy that i let go y'all i love that man to death i'm telling you i'm crazy about him but it came a point in what we had that i realized i am not part of your future and you have made that clear to me on more than one occasion so why would I continue to hurt myself? And this has been a man that has always encouraged me to put myself first and to do things no matter who it is. And when I finally said what I said to him, that's exactly what he said. I've always told you to put yourself first no matter who it is. I've always told you to do that. So I'm super proud of you for doing that. It hurts. But I'm super proud for you doing that because you're going to do amazing things. You had to do this. Which, when he was supportive, I was like, this dummy, like, don't be supportive. Fight for me. <laughs> but no, I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that. I don't think that man is a villain. I just know he wasn't mine. I wasn't his. Our futures were not aligned together. Or I, let me not say our futures because I can't tell you what the future holds. Our present doesn't align with one another. We're both on two different journeys. We're both on healing journeys and we're both moving forward with our lives. Um, whatever that may look like, whatever that seems like. Am I heartbroken, y'all? Absolutely. That's one thing I love about myself too. What you get here is is what you get in real life. When you meet me in person, you're going to get what I give you. I'm, I'm no different on social media than I am in real life. What you see on social media is exactly what you get. Now, there are stuff that I post and sometimes I'll be trolling, like, because people be wanting me, wanting me to be <laughs> in a relationship so bad. So I just, so then I just post a whole bunch of stuff about relationships. And people be like, just get a boyfriend already. Sometimes I'll be trolling. But outside of that, y'all, <laughs> um, 
I genuinely just give you what I what I'm feeling. I, I give you my authentic self. And I think and I love that about me. Like you really get it's very rare that you get like a facade. Now don't get me wrong, like there are certain groups of people they can't handle Lily, and there's certain groups of people they definitely get Lisa, okay? And then there's Aqua, but only certain people get to meet Aqua. But overall, my spirit and my demeanor is it, it's definitely that loving and healing, goofy. Um, but there are times where I'm just sad and people get that too. Like people get that. Listen, I'm not happy today. I'm healing. And today my body needs to be sad and that's just what it is. Okay. Um, on top of that, just grieving like a life that I thought I was going to have. Like I thought I was going to be. 30 in a very serious relationship, at least married by now. I thought I was going to be 30, thriving in my business, making a certain amount of money. I thought I was going to be 30 with my parents here. And so grieving that life that I thought I was going to have. So I have to heal that. And part of that healing is healing little Lisa because little Lisa never got the chance to heal. And so a lot of what I'm working on in therapy is realizing my family the the effect my family origins had on me and why I do relationships the way I do why I do friendships the way I do why I do business the way I do y'all like we don't even realize how we grew up affects us that much okay along with that I've had to learn forget the art of forgiveness like authentic forgiveness and let me tell y'all like I know a lot of times it's like forgiveness is for you and not for the other person. And sometimes when people say, oh, you got to forgive, we're not ready to forgive. And so I had to become comfortable with that. I'm not ready to forgive this person yet. I'm not ready to forgive what was being done. I have an ex from years ago and my friend Crystal again, she was like, you hate that man. And I do. I don't know if I'll ever be able to forgive him. I have to heal from the relationship that we had, which the relationship was over four years ago. But I do not care for that man. I do not care what happens to him. That man constantly asks me on Facebook. He makes new pages and constantly sends me friend requests. Boy, I don't like you. I don't want to have nothing to do with you. Leave me alone. Let me go. Stop thinking about me. I don't like you, okay? And I'm just, you know, I've moved on from the situation from the situation but i've also like have been working through it in therapy because what he put me through had an emotional and financial damage honey like i'm recovering from something from four years ago okay and it's not that i'm holding on for all you people oh, you holding on to that no i suppressed it back then so i didn't even think about it but now that i'm trying to be healed and I'm trying to be vulnerable and I'm trying to move forward because I want to do better. I want to break these generational curses. I have to address that, okay? And let me tell you something about that situation. So I remember after me and him had broke up, I was in therapy. And it was also around the time that my mom had passed away. So I was in therapy for a lot of different reasons. But I'll never forget this therapist. Like I was just telling her something I had did with this man after we had broke up. And um, it was non-sexual. It was... I don't even know how to explain it, like explain what exactly it was. But I just remember her looking at me in disappointment, like, why would you do that? You're better than that. Yeah, I never went back to her again because the whole purpose of me going to therapy was to figure out, yeah, why was I doing this? What inside of me was allowing 
myself to be around a person that I genuinely hated. I genuinely didn't. Why was I making myself miserable? I knew I was better than that. That's why I was paying you to therapy me. Like, <laughs> um, and so I've actually, in my current therapist, have talked about that to her. I'm like, that really broke my heart that like she said that to me because how how could you? You know. So <sighs> healing, grieving, forgiving. It it's been a lot, y'all. And so one of the things I want you to take moving forward is I want you to heal forward. Move like starting from this one moment now, as you move forward, heal. Take that. Healing does not look like what Instagram and TikTok and all them tell you. Like there's an authentic healing process. Healing is not cute. It is not easy. Just last week, I was texting my friends after I had a really good weekend. I was at some pop-up shops. I went out with two of my girlfriends. And on Sunday when I got home and I came home to an empty house, I was so sad, y'all. And I was crying. And I text two or three, I text two of my friends and one of my cousins. I was like, I'm having a moment. I'm crying. I'm sad. I'm lonely. I know I'm alone, but I'm not alone, if that makes I know I I know I feel lonely, but I'm not alone, if that makes sense. Okay. And literally, like them just sending me affirmations, telling me they love me, telling me like things that I just needed to hear. It was so refreshing. And that night I gave myself a bath. I had this um bath salt that I bought from a, a local Drea Love. She was actually on this show and um, I had her bath mix called a firm. I had put some seesaw in there. I had used some smell goods. I drank some water and then when I got out I did my routine and then I turned off all the lights. I lit up all my candle warmers and I put the some new smell goods that I had just got from my pop-up shop and I went in my room, I turned on girl trips, I laid down, y'all, and I fell asleep and slept like a baby. That's what healing forward is, okay? And we have to remember that. So we're going to take one more break, and when we come back, we're going to wrap up the show, okay? So come back. Welcome back to the Healing She Got Faith show. So we are wrapping up episode 27 of season two. I cannot believe it. And we are talking about, well, we talked about the month of being intentional in my six-month healing challenge, okay? And we've talked about a lot of good stuff, okay? I hope y'all re-listen to this episode when the replays come out so you can really understand what it is. Because I want to see us healed. I imagine a world in where we are healed and where we are taking care of ourselves and where we are loving ourselves, y'all, I envision that. And I envision a world where we are authentic. We are not faking the funk for nobody at all, not our parents, not our lover, not our kids, nobody. We are authentically being ourselves in this world that has constantly told us that we cannot. Ugh, promise y'all. So a couple housekeeping, y'all, before we end the show. Um, first off, we do have our online bookshop. So that is bookshop.org slash shop slash healing. She got faith. You can purchase affirmation cards. You can purchase pretty much any book that you can think of. And of course, just check out the um check out the website. I have a couple different lists on there. I will be updating it. I will be making it pretty. I'm trying to make it so 
that y'all have something to look forward to. I'm trying to make it so y'all, you know, y'all got it, okay? Um, we have also relaunched our blog. So the blog releases every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central. Um, so you can check that out at healingshegotfaith.org slash blog. Every Wednesday it is released. Um, currently we have grief group with a twist going on. I, um, I was accepting clients up until June 20th. So when this group is over with, we will definitely be doing another group in 2023. Okay. So keep updated. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. I mean, everywhere. Follow us because we're definitely going to keep you up updated with more um, programs and just things that we're doing. And last but not least, we have Healing Her going on where I partnered with Pastor Tammy of North Carolina. So this is a six-month commitment. It just started in June. We'll, we'll be going from June to December. Ladies, this is for you. We actually dropped the price. It was $600. Now, now it's $497. So that's, a little, that's about $82 a month, okay? What we'll be doing, you guys will actually be going through this six-month healing challenge that I am going through, and you guys will be seeing everything that I have been working through. We want to heal you all. We want to help you heal. We want to see you heal, okay? So connect with us. Follow us. Figure out where we'll be at, um, where we will be at, what we'll be doing. If you're in St. Louis, I'll be at quite a few pop-up shops this summer. Get your book bundle, your signed book bundle. And y'all, like, just get yourself out there. Like, I want all of us adults to heal from what is hurting us. I want us to heal from what is stopping us. A lot of times we cannot move forward in life because we have not truly healed. There are stuff that is holding us back and we we can't move forward, y'all. And so we want to be conscious enough to move forward. Healing is all about that. Healing is not cute. Healing is not fun. You know, you're not going to post every moment on Instagram when you're authentically healing. And that was something that I wanted to touch on. When I first started this healing journey, I was recording and documenting, posting it on TikTok, posting it on Instagram. And it got to a point where I just became so overwhelmed that I honestly just couldn't, I couldn't post no more, y'all. Like, it just wasn't in me. And, like, I, I started journaling more so, like, I can actually go back and read my journals but like it got to a point because i think with social media everybody wants you to be on social media and be telling people like that's how you make your money that's how you about to be doing what you're doing blah 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 and i get it like it do be working out for some people and it does work out but social media gets very very intimidating and it gets very tiring and see i'm a one-man army honey so i'm doing all of this like i produce my own radio show i edit my own radio show that's why i be sounding the way it be sounding <laughs> I got to stop downplaying myself, yeah. Um, I'm doing my own audio book. Like, yeah, I got a publisher and producer, but they're all the way in New York. But literally, like, I'm doing all the work and sending it to them. All they're going to do is listen to it and click uh, click a couple buttons and then send it to wherever it's going to be sent to. Um, I'm the one selling my books. I'm the one selling my journals. Oh, that's another thing. We do got new journals for the ladies. We got some new journals. We got Girl Boss and Real Women Travel Together. They're so cute. And we got some new healing. She got faith journals. All those journals come with a journal. 
with personalized pages, bookmark, and a nice pen, y'all. So make sure you get your journals. But I'm the one selling those. I'm the ones working the pop-up shops. I'm the one working on my community building, making sure everything is legal, making sure everything is right, filling out all the paperwork, paying the bills, paying the taxes, um, organizing it, paying the contractor. Like, I'm doing all of this, y'all. So, like, to be on social media, my God, with what time? What time am I supposed to do all of that, okay? So... As much as I would like to be more prevalent on social media, at the end of the day, like, my business comes first. At the end of the day, my healing comes first. At the end of the day, I got to do what's best for me. And so I think that's a word for somebody out there. Like, I think you're trying to force yourself to do stuff because society, like, makes you out to be this. Like, I know everybody is selling these courses of how to be a millionaire in 10 minutes. And I'm not going to fake the funk with you. Like, I'm not going to say you none of that. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you that grief is only five stages and you'll be over it within six months. Like, absolutely not. That's not how that works. Okay. But I am going to tell you that I hear you. I see you and everything that you're going through is very much valid. Okay. So I'm going to end on that note because we could definitely keep talking about that. And we're not going to. <laughs> We we need to wrap up, but we will continue the conversation. You know, you can catch me every Monday at 3 p.m. Central. And then every Tuesday, I release the replays at 3 p.m. Central. We are now on Red Circle. That's so exciting. We'll, um, so you can catch us on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now we are on Red Circle, y'all. So we are constantly growing. We are trying to, you know, do stuff for our followers and listeners, okay? Um, I don't know if I said YouTube, but we're definitely on YouTube for those of you who like to have a face with a voice, okay? So, yeah, enjoy y'all Monday. I love y'all. I love you. There's somebody out there that needs to hear this. I love you. I'm so proud of you, okay? I love you. But I want you to love you the way you love the world. So go out there. Be great. Enjoy your Monday. Have a great rest of the week. And I will catch you next Monday. Bye, y'all.